So, so let's get into some, some, the, the next event you have, I saw like you threw out the bat signal. Um, and I, I guess, like you said, you can't release a lot of details, but are you kind of setting it up like the past ones? Now, some of the listeners won't have, have seen what you did last time. So let's also dabble into that. So you've already have two events that you've already had. Um, the first one was in, like you said, Manteca. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Well, let's. Uh, okay, I'm recording. Everybody's ready. Yeah. Let's jump into. This. All right, all right, y'all. Uh, drink tokens number twenty nine. We got a an oldie but goodie guest, uh, the head honcho himself, uh, Mr. Chuck Howard. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? From the UBL. I'm sorry, my bad. From the Underground Ballers. How I'm you doing, Chuck? Head. Good man. How you guys doing? <laughs> good, good, bro. Hey, thank you for uh, for joining us uh, again. Um, and the last time was awesome because I totally didn't have any clue of, uh, you know, any kind of like barrier leagues that were going on, especially you guys were like kind of pioneering it up in the Bay. So, um, before we get to that, cause I want to get like an update on, on where UBL is right now and, mm -hmm. and what you guys have planned. Uh, I saw a viral clip of you fighting the other day. What the hell is that dude? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, there's, there's a. There's a league called Punk Rock Fight League, and they're, uh, mm. they're from, you know, they're from SoCal. Um, I got a buddy. Uh, he actually fought in the UBL. I don't know if you guys remember him. Uh, it was Chris, Chris Anxiety. He's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy who, he's the guy who emceed the last UBL. Um, you know, uh, him and his buddies, they kind of, they, they put on a thing. Um, 
and he's like hey man do you want to you want to fight because I, I had been speaking to him about you know I'm a, i haven't fought in probably about eight years i think the last time that i competed was about august august 2013 um so it's been just about eight years and uh he's like oh, you shit. know i told him I was like man every, every time i see every time i see the guys fight and stuff i'm like oh man dude that looks like so much fun like i miss it so much and he's like hey man i'm doing this thing in october if you want to be part of it and i said yeah, man, just sign me up. So, you know, I trained for it and, uh, you know, got ready and competed in that. And it was, it was loads of fun. You know, it was a, it was a backyard, you know, punk rock show. They had music going on during, during the fights and stuff. And it was, it's a great combo. I like, I saw it. It was a great combo. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I would, it's almost like a mosh pit gone right, you know? Yeah, exa like exactly. Exactly. Actually that know they're going to fight during a punk rock song <laughs> and, and that's, kind of, that's kind of how it felt too because in during the fight stuff you know um it was a if you you know you've seen it, it was a small ring you know they just had a square you know you're just fighting on this this, this pad and so you know you, you're you're right in front of the guy the whole time and every, I, I remember there was a couple of instances where i was like man dude i'm getting gas you know because i'm a you know i'm a big boy yeah um, <laughs> and, and so i was like you know i was getting a little tired i'm like man dude, i need to i need to get some space so i can you know i can get my yeah. breath back jesus christ you know uh, and, 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 you don't have to say exactly where it was, but that was locally here in North. Carolina. No, that was not local. That was uh, that was in SoCal. Oh, okay, uh, I don't, okay. I don't even know what city it was in. I just know it was kind of in the LA area, but mm -hmm. I don't even remember. He just gave me, the, you know, the, the coordinates, and he said to be there here at this time, and I showed up. So Chuck yeah. woke up That's in cool. the back of a U-Haul truck with a blindfold on, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, you got to fight your way back home. <laughs> Oh, like put me in the squid games yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was a good video <laughs> right. Right. you up here but is there like a marketing or a promotional dude or gal that promotes it uh for for that league, they they try to stay a little more low-key yeah I can um, imagine. they didn't really they didn't really push like too much um you know mainstream on the or push they didn't really push too heavy on the i guess the marketing of that like kind of like how we did or we tried to um just because they wanted to stay a little bit under the radar it was their first show and they're 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 just kind of just you know, filling the waters and just kind of yeah. seeing how it is. Um, I think they're gonna, they're planning on doing another one uh, sometime soon within the next couple of months. Um, and that one, I think they're gonna they're gonna do a little bit more marketing towards. This one was just like nobody knew it was going on. I couldn't yeah. really, I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't promote it. Um, yeah. They wanted to keep it like you know super low key. It looked like it a good just, crowd though. No, it was. It was. It, I was actually really surprised at the turnout. It was. There was a tons of people there, and there was even more than that because our fight was, I think, the last fight of the night. And so there was probably about three or four fights prior to us. And um, a lot of the, the fans and, the, you know, the friends and the family members of, of the yeah. guys who fought prior to us, you know, they had already kind of dispersed and stuff or, or kind of gone home. Um, so the crowd that you've seen during our fight, it was probably double that at one point. Uh, it, looked but, like, uh, it looked like a cross between a quinceanera and a concert. 
yeah. rock concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way, yeah, the way they had the overhead stuff, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Entry, the, they, they, they did it for charity. Um, they, the entry fee to get in was they you had to you had to sub you know you had to give a toy so they they took oh, all the cool. toys and they oh, they had tons dope. of toys they had they had like two two tables like two big party tables worth of toys um so it went it went really well and you know they're gonna they're gonna donate that to you know kids in need you know around the yeah, holiday yeah. time so it's pretty that's cool that's sick that's sick hey Chuck do you mind uh, sorry real quick can you pull your mic away from your face a teeny bit yeah that's let's try that right there yeah is that better is it is it, is it too loud. Well, yeah. Well, you're. I love your energy, so that's not the problem. Yeah, I think I, know, I, I, I speak loud as it is, so you know what I mean. That's cool. Was uh, there, was there other was there other other business? There was other fights during the yeah, punk yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a uh, shit. Let me think. There was maybe like two two or th- I think there was three MMA fights and two other boxing matches besides mine. Um, oh, they, were, they were they were pretty brutal, man. Um, even though we wore headgear, like if for the U, for the UBL, I haven't had the I never had the guys wear headgear. I mm-hmm. let them use the smaller gloves. Um, the only type of protection they had was you know was uh, a groin guard, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but besides that, I mean, it was they when they fight in the UBL, it's pretty much like like you know pro pro style. Yeah, um, yeah. Th- here we had to wear. They made us wear sixteen ounce gloves, and uh, they made us wear headgear. But I mean, the every single fight, almost every single fight, besides mine and probably one other one, drew a t- like a decent amount of blood. Oh was, shit! Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. I think it's because of the 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 the, the size of the ring. You're kind of just you're fighting yeah. in a phone. You're fighting in a yeah, phone was, booth, and you're you're you're, you're, yeah. you're you're forced to come at each other. Like there's you have no option. You're like there's really no, you can't use defense too much. Um, because there's really nowhere to go. There's not much. You know, there's not much footwork into it. You have you know. The, I think the pad was probably like maybe 10 by 10 is, you know, you're fighting mm-hmm. in a jail cell. Um, so yeah. Oh shit. I love the reference. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, was the, who, who was the guy you were fighting? Yeah. Um, his name is, um, his name's CJ. I didn't he's know much about him. Oh uh, yeah. He's, he's from down there. He's, he's, yeah. he's local to the, you know, to SoCal. He looked um, like a thick post Malone to me. Yeah. That's exactly that's, that's, that's what everybody was saying. Everybody was like, everybody's like, yeah, uh, it was a uh, post, you know. It was uh, the, 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 the the fat post Malone and the uh, the, yeah. the fat the fat Jack Harlow. So <laughs> oh that's, that's shit, <laughs> that's some good marketing right yeah. there. Yeah, like yeah, do it again. The rematch. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, for this uh, next event in De- we're, we're, the UBL, we're we're put on an event in December, and um, me and me and CJ have been in the talks and. Um, the, this time it's going to be in a full size, full size boxing ring, and uh, he 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 wants he wants to have a rematch. So I think I'm going to end up nice. rematching him in December. So, are yeah, you guys going to do that around here or down there? No, that'll be that'll be it'll be in um I can't get out too much about the location, yeah, but it, it'll be it'll be yeah. in the it'll 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 be in Southern California ish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you're going to promote it with your team, UBL. Yeah. It's 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 a, the, our next show is going to be more of like a collaboration show. Um, mm-hmm. I got in touch with um. It's not another promotion company. It's a trainer. Yeah. He, he's a, you know, he, um, he's a, he, he trains boxing specifically and he has a, a private, you know, he has, he has, he has, he has private property basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on this property, yeah. he, he's built kind of like, um, you know, just like a, a, a boxing venue, um, oh, shit. kind of, kind of, kind of like a desert boxing venue. Yeah. And, uh, he has like a full size ring and stuff and he's already done, I think two or three shows out there and they look really good. Yeah. Um, so, and he always does them for charity as well. Uh, sure, I think sure. This time, I think the charity he chose, I think we're doing it for 
firefighters or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. I, bl- I believe so. I think it's, I think it's for the firefighters, um, and that'll be December fourth. I can't give out too much details about it. I think it that's good. I think that's all like a chess move too for charity. Because if then if you get busted, you're like, shit, this was for Toys for Tots. God damn it. That's exactly. why we're out here beating each other, right? <laughs> exactly. It's not like we're charging 20 bucks a head. Toys yeah. for Tots, Sheriff Department. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Usually, I mean, that, that's usually always a, uh, a good way to go. Even at, at our last UBL show, uh, yeah, we, yeah. Took a, we took a portion of our proceeds and we donated it, you know, to local elementary schools. Um, yeah. So Dope. as long as you do, as, lo- as long as you kind of got that, that's sort of, uh, I guess, yeah. a loop, a loophole. No, um, no, I to, like it. I like to, it to, to get to get around it. But yeah, for the most part, it's a, uh, it's pretty illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that's the, that's the thrill of it, though, right? That's yeah, no, it, it, kind it of is. Rush. I, I I don't feel like it should be illegal. I mean, I feel like if you know, you and a bunch of other guys, even like you know. You should have the right to get together and beat each other up. So yeah, I mean, that's right. that's just that's just how I feel. But um, unfortunately, California State Athletic Commission doesn't feel the same way. Um, so you know, they've 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 contacted me a couple times, and um, you know, uh, that was kind of part of the reason why our our we had a, we had a show scheduled for September 11th, and that's pretty much the main reason why that one fell through. Um, yeah, was oh, just because you know a, a lot a lot of pressure from them, and then um, you know there was also some venue issues. So the combination of that was just. You so know, do you do you think it's thing. easier to pull off something like this in SoCal then, than NorCal? Um, uh, it seems like it. You know, um, yeah. it does seem like it because, I mean, the 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 punk rock fight club when they with the show that I just did, there was no heat on them. There's also. Yeah. Um, another league in Southern California called Backyard Squabbles. And, um, you know, they've done a ton of shows and they did probably about like eight shows before I think uh, California State Athletic Commission uh, yeah. start, started to go on to them. I don't know if it's we like we got heat on us pretty quick, like pretty much after that first show that we did in uh, June, um, a cut like two weeks later, I, had, I started getting text messages and phone calls. Um, Thanks. From, so what from, do they from, so what from so sorry chuck what do they yeah, want okay. what do they want like do they you gotta like do like an application and, and what they, money? What they, yeah what they want is they want you to ba- yeah basically get all your permits they want you to do like you know all that's uh you know they want you to do it i guess legit but be, but the the main the main reason is it because they, they they want their piece of the pie right they yeah. don't know it's they funny. don't know they don't know what you're making um yeah. honestly off the two shows that i did I, off the first show i did i mean but the thing is a lot a lot of us like underground leagues I even talked with the other guys that run there. It's like, we're not getting rich off this shit. Right, I mean, right, we, mostly, right. yeah. we do this mostly for, for fun. Uh, I think off the first show that I did in Manteca, um, I, think I, I think I lost money. And then mm. the second one, I broke even. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're getting rich off this shit, but they still want their cut. Um, yeah. And they, they want to be able, you know, they, they, they try to twist it. I mean, I guess it is. I guess they're not twisting. I guess it is for that. Uh, they make it seem like it's a safety thing. Like right. oh, you need to do, go through the permits. You need to have all the right things, and you yeah, have, you know, like officials there potties, in, case, in, case they, in case things happen. But I mean, I don't know. I just I, I don't agree with that. I feel like, like I said, I feel like you should be able to get together and beat each other up whenever you feel right. Like. Well, that's um, what I remember by my grandpa. I guess that's something they did back in like the <laughs> fucking forties. Would be like they they'd work on a truck, and then at lunch you'd have a boxing match for <laughs> shits and giggles. You know, it's probably got a. It's probably gonna as far as money too and they want their piece i know that permits cost money so oh yeah they cost you you would have to almost raise money to pay for the permit right yeah yeah i think uh shit from what i've from what i've seen all the permits to get to get everything legit for myself 
Uh, and for the league, it probably cost us maybe like 13 grand. Fuck. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah who's yeah. got that like laying in their pocket? Yeah, so. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big, you know, we're just trying, we're just trying to, you know, just put on some shows and have some guys fight each other. These guys are all agreeing to it. I got waivers yeah. and stuff that I have the guys sign. Right. Um, right. So, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not forcing them, not putting their gun to their head. They, they want to do this. And I just, I'm just yeah. kind of the middleman that just finds the venue and puts together the show. And then, yeah. you know, the, the fighters go out there and they, they, they do their thing. And, you know, everybody, I, I, everybody I bet it's it. hard to find a venue too. Right. Cause the venue's got to agree. They're going to be worried. They're going to be in hot water. So, well, they want to yeah. make I'm their sure money too. Right. That, 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 yeah. That's been a big issue. Um, I got lucky um, finding the venue in Manteca. Uh, they were doing um, wrestling shows. They were yeah. doing, you know, pro wrestling shows. And uh, I kind of contact, I got in contact with uh, the guy who runs the bar over there. And I was like, hey, man, if you guys are doing this, would you guys be willing to take us in? And uh, we convinced him and we got that show going. And that was a pretty dope show uh, yeah. at, the, at, the, at, that, at the pub in, um, in Manteca. And then uh, I had gotten contact with uh, with Rich, and he had just you know his venue is just basically an yeah. open field. It's pretty much made for a farmers market, and uh, I was like, well, man, this is a perfect place to do it. And he and he went with it too, and that's how we did the second show. But other than that, I've talked to dozens, dozens of you know little bars and places like that, and they all say, nah, man. Uh, Why don't you go back to Manteca, back to that pub, and redo uh, because it? I guess afterwards they. I guess their insurance had found out that they had <laughs> they were running pro wrestling shows and they had did our show, and they I guess their insurance didn't know about it. And the insurance is mm. like, hey man, we found out that you're doing these shows and yeah. um, you're not covered for that, bro. So uh, yeah. they're actually in the process of upping, trying to like get an upgraded insurance to yeah. where it, it does cover uh, events like ours and hopefully because I'm sure they have an entertainment that, yeah. license, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean they, they do live music and stuff. But it's totally different, you know, combat sports. So yeah, you know, people, people are, people are getting, you know, people are getting hurt. They probably want, they want you to have like an ambulance out front, even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they like want that. you. To, yeah, they want you to have like a certain amount of medics on site. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a high school football game. Yeah, yeah, officials and stuff like policies, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have we had medics, our guys that are medics, that were off duty there, uh, just mm. in case, you know. And we had you know first aid kits and all that kind of stuff and. You know, most there's the most some of the, a lot of the guys that competed, um, you know, their trainers are legit trainers and they know what to do in, in case of, you know, somebody gets knocked out or hurt or something like that. Yeah. So there was tons of people there who could have helped out. I mean, but good thing. I mean, in the two shows that we've done, nobody's gotten really seriously hurt. Mm. So, so, so sorry. So go just sorry, real quick. I want to go back to your fight and then let's talk about like some of your experiences with the events you've thrown. So going back at, to your fight, uh, did, did, did your opponent land some good shots on you? Uh, <laughs> could your conditioning could have been better? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like <laughs> like, like I said, um, I, you know, I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't fought in probably about eight years. Uh -huh. um, I probably put a good couple months of training into it. Um, you know, when I can here, when I can, um, it was a decent training camp, but when you're, when, you know, actually being in front of the crowd, and when that adrenaline kicks in and stuff that, you know, it's, it saps you of a lot yeah. of energy and stuff. It's just, it's just a totally different animal. Um, and yeah, I, as far as like conditioning, I was very tired, um, especially going into that third round. The first round, I felt good. Second round, um, I was, you know, so, so I was starting, starting to feel a little tired, but going into that third round, man, I was, I was, I was pretty gassed after about 30 seconds into that third round. And uh, it just, man, if it, I, when I train, you know, I train for about, you know, you know, with one minute, one minute rest, you know, I do like, you know, anywhere from four to five minute rounds, you know, on the heavy bag or whatever, or, what, or whatever I'm doing. Uh -huh. And I have about one minute rest. Um, 
but when I when we were when we were fighting, I don't know who was keeping track of the uh, you know the 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 the, the rest mm. times, but I felt like I, I felt I felt like as soon as the bell rung, I walked to my corner and and this is what it felt like. I felt like all right, the bell rings, I walked to my corner, I grabbed my water, I took a sip, you know, put put my mouthpiece back in, and as soon as I turn and I like you know look back at my opponent, there was a guy standing in front of you know the ref standing in front of me saying, "You ready? You ready? You ready?" Yeah. And I was like. Fuck, dude! Like I just all, all I was able to do is get a sip of water. Like Jesus Christ, give me a second, yeah. let me breathe. How, how long were the rounds? How many minutes were the rounds? Uh, they they were two minutes. I haven't timed yeah. them. Um, I went back and I watched the fights, and I I did time the uh the rest times between oh. between mm -hmm. you know the, the between rounds, and they were about thirty five seconds. Wow! So that that's a quick turnaround, especially yeah, for a yeah. big boy like me. You know, I yeah, in yeah. that fight in that fight, you know, I was fighting two seventy, and that's probably the heaviest I've I've ever competed. Um, but yeah, man. So it was that, that was that was a little rough. I was I wasn't anticipating that. I was hoping for a little bit more rest time, uh, but I mean, it was it was it was a good you know it was a good experience. Um, yeah. As far as his, his hits, um, none none of them really affected me in the in the part where I, I felt like I was in danger or anything like that. Right. Um, he did catch me with a with he did get some decent body work in in the first round, and I was definitely feeling it in the third round because mm -hmm. um, okay. he had got some good clean body shots in that first round. And then in the, by the time the third round came around, and I was really starting to gas. Uh, there was a point like halfway through the third round, I was like, I was starting to think in my head, man, I, I might not make it. You know, I, might not make it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to pass out. Like yeah, because sure. I, every, every t when you take enough body shots, they, they you know they accumulate. Uh, and they're e they're easily accumulated on you know somebody mm. of a larger size who doesn't you know who's not conditioned like that uh, in the midsection, so he had landed some some good ones early in that first round and I had started to fill them in the third round and there was a point about halfway through the third third round where you know I every time I would take a breath a breath in, so I would take mm. a breath in and then as soon as I would let that breath out all of the muscles around my stomach were just like cramping and just oh, like, closing shit. in on me so the bigger <laughs> breath the bigger breath I took the harder they cramped. So oh. I was like, I started to have to like, you know, take a little bit of like, you know, quick wow. rest and it was, it was affecting me a lot. So. Yeah. If you don't have that, I mean, my little experience with any sort of oxygen deprivation is like playing basketball. And it's like, if you, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if you run like super hard and you're gassed, like you can't concentrate on a fucking anything like a rebound, a layup fucking anything so I, I i guess i could try to imagine that at, at the, yeah at that point you're pretty much you're just in survival mode you're just like yeah. walking like a zombie walking around you're like, yeah. but i would create okay, kudos to maybe it's your wife or your your corner because somebody was out there yelling like in that third round like come on you can do it like come on babe yeah. and then like like you throw a punch and like yeah you got it and then someone <laughs> else is like all right just get your breathing right and yeah so it was like it was all the resources were coming in at the coming very, in yeah yeah i mean during the fight half that shit you don't even hear because you yeah, know like yeah. i said you're in survival yeah. mode and you're so zoned in um i didn't hear i didn't hear hardly any of that i mean yeah. you hardly you you hardly ever do especially when you're you know you're my main thing was just I kept just saying to myself, don't pass out. Don't pass out. Yeah. 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 Don't so get knocked that, out either. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get yeah, knocked. Yeah. Don't get, don't get caught. Don't get, yeah, don't get knocked yeah. out and don't, don't pass out. So I, I was, you know, I was like, well, you made it this far. You know, you probably got about another minute left in this round. You know, it's just, just finish the round, just finish the fight. That, so I was, I, that was my thing. I was like, I just want to finish the fight. Like I finished the yeah. fight. I, I was pretty happy with that. So, you know, coming, you coming guys off a yeah, and you guys were so close to the band too. I thought the the the, the yeah, guy was going to give you the mic. He's going to be like, yeah, they're, they're right there. Yeah. They're like, fight, motherfucker, fight! Like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I got to fight. Yeah. And then, like I said, like 
Yeah, the ref looked like he was part of the band. Yeah, I thought he was a band member. Yeah, 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 the mascot, that one dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, every time it felt, it did feel like a mosh pit too, because every time I was backing up, I could feel a bunch of hands on me, like yeah. pushing me back in. They were like, yeah, "That's what I know? thought it was when I first." Watched, I was like, "Jesus it. Christ!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do they call are, that? What do they call that wrestling? Like a lumberjack match or something? Where they like, if you get outside, they'll throw you back in. Throw you yeah, back yeah, in, yeah. yeah. Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, how, about, how about this? I know you do the the basically almost semi pro or whatever you want to call it boxing. How about a a bar fight? I come from the bar industry. You ever been in a good knock them out, rock sock them bar fight? Uh. I, I, I've been in one, and that was a long, long time ago, right when I turned 21. Uh, that nice. was probably the only time I've ever really been in a bar fight like that. I, I tried not to fight too much outside of the ring. Yeah. Um, I did a lot when I was younger, you know, and, and when I was a teenager. and Sure, sure. You know, stuff. Because um, you, you had to have been motivated somewhere in your youth, right? For you to do this now, what sparked your interest? That's what I'm getting to. Um, like, was well, there I some think, fight in high school? Maybe you lost, and it made you angry, and then you started training? No. Uh, it was, it was, I mean, it was, it, it kind of, it kind of was that, but it was much younger than that. Um, I grew up in Stockton. It's kind of a rougher, kind of a rough environment. Um, and I got, I got bullied a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, as, as a young kid, maybe like, you know, six, seven. And, uh, th- from then I was like, Hey man, I'm not going to get bullied no more. So, yeah. um, and I already mm-hmm. kind of start my, my dad and, you know, all my uncles and stuff, they, they watched boxing. And, uh, so I was pretty much a fan of the sport and I was like, Hey man, I, I want to, you know, I told my dad. I, I want to, can you take me to a boxing gym? I, w- I want to go start training. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah. So, you know, he started looking around and then he got me, um, he got me in with us, uh, you know, the, the pal, pal boxing, the police athletic mm-hmm. league in Stockton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that's kind of where I started. And I, tr- I started training there probably about eight, about eight years old. And then um, I started competing probably about 11. And mm-hmm. then I competed from 11 to, you know, uh, at first, yeah, it was, it was just to learn how to fight and yeah. you know, just, just protect myself and be able to, to, you know, pretty much beat anybody that would try to, would try to step to me. Uh, cause I was always a big guy, um, yeah, yeah. but I was, you know, as a kid, I was, you know, I was, I mean, I, I'm, I feel like I'm a, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm, a, I'm kind of a softy. Um, yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't like violence, uh, too much unless I'm, you know, unless it's for sport. Um, but it, that's, that's kind of what it started as, but then I, as I started to do it, uh, started to grow more of a love for it and I continued to be a fan of the sport as well. And then, you know, I had, uh, like I said, I competed from about 2001 yeah. to 2013 and yeah. That, and then, yeah. So, and then I just had this recent fight again and that was, that was a rush. That was fun. So I'll probably, yeah, do, and yeah. I'll probably be doing it again in December. So once you're in a fight, it's weird. It's almost like you gotta, you gotta trick your mind. That's not a bloodlust thing, you know? Because yeah. I mean, as a bouncer for 13 years, I'm not going to lie. I've stood over people and looked down at them. And other than maybe fucking or having sex, there's nothing other biggest rush. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah. You, you're you right. Put someone, you put fucking someone to sleep. Oh, you yeah. You look down at them. Oh, my God. You got that's a whole such... crowd. You got a line of people trying to get in the bar and, and that person's asleep. There's there's something weird animalistic about it. Oh, yeah. I- I'm not condoning it, but it's a weird mental rush and you have to trick your mind that this isn't good this is actually not good don't fall into this bloodlust yeah to a point where you know you have to stop you have to stop you know hitting the guy because it's just it yeah it's it's something something especially in a street fight and a boxing match i feel like it's a little bit different because you it's 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 more i guess not choreographed but in a way choreographed you know there's rules yeah but especially in in a street fight knocking somebody out 
knocking you know hitting somebody yeah. and just you know feeling that feeling their your yeah. knuckles against you know you hear you hear the noise match, and, you know even like you know in high school maybe you don't know how to fight so you're wrestling some guy and you pin exactly him. Right, you, choke, I mean, you, you know, you put you, you put you put him in a rear naked, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. or a guillotine, yeah. Just, I mean, beating up somebody is, I mean, it's, I, it's, it's, it's fun. Self defense, it's, it's fun. Yeah, all of it's self defense. Yeah, you're not gonna just go out and start punching people. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you're right. There is something like weirdly yeah. like animalistic about it to a point where there is, there is, the, and you kind of get a, you get a fucking high off of it. You do. It's and it's crazy. It's 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 yeah. almost yeah, like you said, besides like having sex, dude, like that's one of the biggest rushes like yeah. that there is. Like when you hit a guy clean and he's cold knocked out, like the rush you get from that is just it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean I think everybody should uh should try it. Yeah. Uh, but you know only I mean, they have safe to. Manner, yeah. yeah and you guys yeah, have yeah, all of nothing illegal. <laughs> we have a all target and start Hundred uh, people. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Hey, wait a minute. What's the show about? <laughs> but, but that's what that. That's why there's the UBL and the other leagues, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Or all uh, these gyms. It's like people are out there that have that experience, and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna refine my skills." And then you just have two alphas that are meeting, or two yeah pitbulls that meet each other. It's different. Yeah, different and, and yeah, that's. I mean, and for leagues like ours, like you know, uh, underground leagues. You know, a lot of these guys that, that are coming in, they're 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 some some of them are street fighters, so yeah. that's all they know. You know, they got into, they're like, hey man, I've I don't know how to box, I don't I don't really know how to yeah. you know, fight you know formally, but I've been in tons of street fights. And I'm like, well, I mean, as long as you're down, you're willing to abide by the yeah. rules, and you know this is not a street fight, and you know you're willing whatever you want to do, whether it's MMA or boxing, yeah. and you know you just do your thing, and yeah, it's 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 a rush. It's 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 pretty. It's it's a it's addicting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's get into some, some, the, the next event you have, I saw like you threw out the bat signal. Um, and I, I guess, like you said, you can't release a lot of details, but are you kind of setting it up like the past ones? Now, some of the listeners won't have, have seen what you did last time. So let's also dabble into that. So you've already have two events that you've already had. Um, the first one was in, like you said, Manteca. Yeah. Second one was San Jose. The first one had a ring. The second one had a, like a mat on the ground. Yeah, it was supposed to have a ring. Um, <laughs> but I, I, the thing is, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to have a ring. No, that's okay. But, but I mean, it was, it was more of an open mat thing. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that though. So, so there's two different sort of uh, infrastructure sort of things going on. Is there a difference between fighting in those two different sort of things, or is it kind of oh, the yeah. same? You just gotta be mindful, or whatever. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 a it's a fight, mm. but um, there's it's a huge difference from fighting on that open mat, especially how we had to rig it up. It wasn't meant to be like that. Uh, yeah. It was kind of, I didn't do my, my due diligence and I didn't check the soil of that. Well, also, of, I mean, let's face lot. it. I mean, if it's not a ring in the ground, that's going to be hard as hell if you fall and hit your head. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. That's the I mean, they, I mean, thankfully nobody got hurt that day. Yeah. That was, that was the, that was the big thing. Nobody, nobody got seriously hurt other than, you know, what they were supposed to, you know, they took some, yeah, yeah. The head. through the fight. Yeah. Um, through the fight. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's it was it's a it was a huge difference. I mean, it was it was you know it was my fault. It was it was a quick turnaround because I think we did the first one like June twenty eighth, and we did the one in San Jose. The second one like August or sorry July twenty fourth. Yeah, it seems super fast. Yeah, and yeah, so it was like a three week turnaround. And um, I when I when I went and I visited the venue in San Jose, you know when you look at it, it just looks like you know soft dirt and hay. You know mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't think nothing of it, so I didn't check the ground. I didn't see, and and the way that that 
that ring that we because we, we were gonna have a flat ring it wasn't gonna be an elevated ring and um the way that that ring is best set up is if it's staked into the ground yeah who and, has the ring let's take a backstep who owns a ring though or whose uh, ring are you supposed to use well the, the ring that we were that we used or that we were supposed to use was um it was a it's a, tr it's a trainer uh by the name of clint clint cornell mm -hmm. uh he's he's the strike he's the striking coach at aka and, oh wow okay uh, I'm, I'm, I'm friends I'm, yeah. I'm friends with him and uh i said hey man you know can i, can I wrench a ring off you for the day yeah and it, it wasn't it wasn't anything wrong with his ring his ring is perfectly fine it was just that the ground once we try to put those stakes into it you know to mm. hold to have tension points at all four ends once we put that stake into the ground once you got about you know that that much into it it's, it's yeah the top is soft but once we started to like try oh, to put the stake yeah, in there, I, get, I know that shit, that shit was concrete it was like yeah. concrete oh, or like shit. a hard hard rock and we we're like what yeah. the fuck like dude we're gonna need like you know like cinder uh, blocks or something uh, to like, yeah, there like was start some, to like build up yeah it, it almost felt metal and even the way it sounded too like the way it pinged yeah. i was like is it, is it just like a big sheet of metal and i didn't think nothing of it too because there it's it's two lots right next to each other and the lot next next to the lot where we were where we had the venue it you, if you look at it it all the dirt is like ruffled up and you know it's it's all it's all beat up and so i'm like oh this lot you know it, all, the only thing that's dividing them is a gate there it's really just one big lot right but but and, and that side looked you know it looked like soft dirt so i was like I'm a, i was assuming oh this side's soft dirt too it should be that'd be it'll be easy but it right. wasn't and we didn't find that out till the day of so you couldn't but, move it to another part, portion mm -hmm. of the field no it was all metal on his side and i was like what the fuck and i was just like dude that's my oh, bad that like i didn't bad, I, yeah. I did i didn't check that so at that point we we tried to start putting the <laughs> like weights and we we're like all right well maybe if we don't stick to the ground we could just like weight it put, put yeah. like big ass cinder blocks or weights on all four yeah. corners and it'll it'll hold the rate it'll hold all of the, the, the tension you know, the, and like you said yeah, yeah and then we started trying to use cars i was like, gonna we, say oh, that yeah we, yeah we, we we started we tied uh you know to the to, to the tailgates of cars like, like a tent we, like a tent yeah, yeah yeah exactly so we started to do that that didn't work so at one point we had wasted you know two or three hours yeah on trying to get this ring up and we're like uh. and, you know people are getting antsy and shit and it was, you know, it was fucking Murphy's law. Everything, anything that could go wrong did go wrong at yeah. in the very beginning. But once I made it, I was like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to put the mats down. They're just going to have to mm. fight on top of the mats. There's not going to be no ropes or anything. Just, just, just put the mats down and, you know, put the tarp on top and just have them fight on top of that. I mean, that's all we could do. Right. Nice. I, I talked, I talked with all the fighters. I gathered them. I said, Hey, who, uh, you know, who, who's still down to fight? Like, this is our ring situation. I told them what it was and I told them you know, mm. the risk of it. And 90% of them said, yeah, I think two guys dropped out. Um, so we had 13 or 14 fights. Initially we ended up with 11 or 12, which is still not bad. That's and, then awesome. as soon as, and then as soon as we got, you know, the fighters out there, um, the crowd was happy. And I think I was surprised. I think we only had maybe about four or five people ask for refunds. Um, wow. So yeah, I mean, and so the, the first half was a shit show, and then the second half, once we started getting the fights out there, that's all the, everybody wanted. That's all the fight. The fighters just right. wanted to fight, and the people just wanted yeah. to see the fight. And once we started getting that going, everybody was pretty pleased after that. And you know, people were telling me, "Hey man, that was a great show you put together." In my head, I'm like, "Man, that was." Yeah. If you only knew, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're like sweating your ass off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so are there, we're sorry, finding, real, wait, sorry, real, real quick, quick what Rob. About, I'm just trying to solve your problems here. What about if you found okay, like okay. a local boxing? person or trainer or crossfit place that would be willing to use their venue or maybe even their boxing ring 
So we we did. I know there's a lot of boxing places. No, I I called I called every gym in San Jose. Yeah. And the thing is with that is when these people when when these gyms open up their gyms, Mm. and yeah, they a lot of them have rings inside the gym. So you're like, oh hey, you think you're thinking, hey, I could call up a gym and just say, hey, can I use your ring for the day? But the thing is, when they bought that ring, they they purchased it and had it built into that facility. Oh shit. And so they don't they don't know how to put it pull it they don't know how to take it apart and mobilize it. They don't have yeah, they don't yeah, have yeah. the people or the equipment for that because that's not what it was meant for. They in their mind they're like, well, I'm buying this ring for my gym and it's never going to leave my gym. They had never planned mm-hmm. on somebody like me calling them up and saying, "Hey, I'm from the U- I'm from the UBL and uh, I'm doing a show. <laughs> can, I, can I borrow your ring?" Like they had you never borrow your for, easy up. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they had never planned for that, and it's kind of you know, it's it's kind of and you no know, that those things are expensive, so they're they're not willing to take a risk and be like, well, if I let you use it and try to take it apart what if we can't put it back together again and then that fucks up my business so they, they can't do that it was a risk for them yeah. and then the people yeah. who who actually had there was a couple of people who actually had uh the resources to be able to you know move move the rings and stuff but they were but they were like well your show's not legit enough like you're not even like you're not a usa yeah. boxing show <clears throat> and uh we don't want somebody like what if what if you we let the you really get ring. tear it up and, or something and, yeah. and someone yeah, yeah. dies exactly somebody yeah somebody yeah. somebody somebody dies in, in our ring and now we're liable because we let you use our ring for your illegal show yeah. and now now we're part of now we're stuck in your shit storm so it, I, I thought it sounds it, like there's a lot of challenges besides the permits there's a lot of uphill battles just to get this stuff on the ground yeah i know um there is there's a there's a lot there's a, just a lot of things like that like there's there's tons and tons of things you have to uh like just little things like that and that yeah. and because I, I when i first started doing this when i when i came up with the idea um in i think like april like late april or may uh i thought it was gonna be way a lot easier to, to, to put yeah, it all together yeah. but now you know i got a lot of respect for guys for the guys for the guys that are that are doing this as well uh because there's there's a shit ton of stuff that goes into it and there's you know and, and it's it's weird because not a lot of people want to not want to really work with you because because you're not legit so that that's yeah. that's really that's really the main thing is because you don't have the permits and you're not everybody's trying to cover their ass you know what i mean which is which is fair so and they don't they don't want to be involved in something if something goes wrong, even though nothing mm-hmm. has gone wrong in the two that we've done. Yeah, you yeah. never know. You know, you never know when that kind of makes sense. So. so one of the things I really loved and I, I saw the first I saw the first one on the live feed. So I loved the live feed on IG for the first one. It was like every fucking match. There was like some like it would be like walking through the crowd and having like towards the end of the night, whoever the cameraman was was having like drunk conversations with people and it was like it was super dope but it was like the live feed i didn't get to watch the second one so that i think that was like such a cool part of it because i think one thing with like all these events these days you got to pay for everything yeah for you guys you had like you know not only was it you know you had your card built up to like you know the, the higher um skilled folks were towards the end at least it what it's kind of what it seemed like with john yeah but then other, also you have like mma you have boxing so you kind of have like a, a variety of kind of things going on and even in the early hours you guys had the bands too mm-hmm. so it was kind of like this full-fledged fucking six hours or five hours of stuff on a live feed so i thought that was like super dope too and yeah i don't know if you guys did that for the second one but i thought that was no we did we, we, we did do that yeah. we did do that for the second one um I don't think we I don't think we covered as much I think the second one we I think we had we had a shit ton of performances we had like seven or eight performers but they were Damn. all uh, lo- local rappers uh, from the Bay Area 
Okay. Um, we, co we, we covered a few of them, uh, but also with that, I think we had about eight, eight performers and I think only maybe like five of them got to actually perform because oh. on that venue, there were so many things because um, there's only so much power, you know, oh, okay. and we had, we had, we had uh, vendors too, who were, who had like, were doing fried food and stuff mm. and they were all pulling, pulling from the same power sources, the DJ and stuff. And Yikes. so at, at one point um, shit started to short circuit. And, oh um, damn! yeah and so i think we were only able to get out maybe like five out of the eight of the show eight of the performers um they weren't like really you're, you're like no scratching we gotta fucking fry the <laughs> fry the chicken fry the, <laughs> someone, should, someone should have like a generator maybe or something yeah that, that's that's yeah that's one thing we hadn't anticipated um i have a generator now in case we do another show there or, or a venue yeah. like it yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's something i did invest in going forward so i learned a lot of things from that from that one that's that was dope. one of the that's things dope. i was like damn man i should have got a generator like you know but it was it's, it's all a learning process like i said yeah yeah, yeah. you know it was, it was our second show and uh you know every venue that we do there's gonna be hiccups and the only thing we could really do from it is learn and just try not yeah. to replicate those mistakes over and over so again. so now three's a charm when do you think you're gonna do one here in the bay area um well this next one will be in the socal area um yeah. and we're thinking we're gonna do another one here in the in, in in the bay area probably we're thinking early i i've talked with a there we might do it at the at the same venue we did the second one but there's also another yeah. venue that i'm talking to i'm not gonna say who it is because sure sure right, right, right. um but hopefully one of those two venues and we're thinking feb we're thinking early february yeah early february for that and then we should be back we should be back in the bay area Mar they gotta do the marketing the valentine's day massacre yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were trying to do a Halloween one. Uh, yeah. We were going to do the plan was to do one in Manteca with, I mean, this is, we had made this plan back in, you know, June before all the shit, you know, all the California South Lake commission came down on us. Um, but we had planned on doing one on October 30th in Manteca and calling it the Manteca massacre. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah. Cause I guess they have like, I guess at that pub, they have this uh, a big Halloween party that they throw every year. And I guess, he's like yeah the place gets packed you know four or five hundred people there damn um, so we were we were like well what if we you know we our, our plan was to have the show and the party on the same night and it was just going to be a huge huge thing but uh, yeah maybe small towns like that are going to be easier for you to yeah have an event let's just yeah. be real like a small town yeah yeah like, that's why i mean Manteca's is probably perfect uh i've also mm -hmm. looked into talked to a couple of venues in stockton that are a little mm -hmm. interested uh so possibly you know stockton area um i kind of want to do one i mean i wouldn't be even be against doing one like you know in sacramento yeah uh, oh yeah so yeah. but i mean i i like you know i live here in the bay i live in san jose and yeah. um you know i there's not really much like that yeah or in, in san jose and i feel like san jose should have more combat sports um so you know, I'm going to try my, you know, I'm going to try my hardest to have as many. Yeah. Manteca is not that far bed. either. No, no. That's a it's quick about drive. A, about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. They got the best sizzler out there. You've been out to the that sizzler. They got the best sizzler I've ever been to in Manteca. It's nice. Shit, man. <laughs> I'll check that out next time I'm down there. It's right by the Wolf Lodge. It's huge. Oh, I know where that's at. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a two blocks away from the Wolf Lodge. <laughs> the I'll most check, pristine I'll... sizzler you're been to. Let me tell you. Call call in advance, get a reservation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's okay, all right. Let's talk your fighters. So who is who's a standout candidate for fighter of the year so far? 
out of the UBL or the opponent stables. Like there's gotta be somebody that sticks out. That's like, I know there's probably a lot of like fighter of the year sort of like match of the year kind of stuff, but I would say, I would say as far as, far as um, single fighters, uh, um, I would probably say there's, there's just two that, that stand out to me. Um, there's one, his name is, he goes, he goes by champ Hamilton. Um, okay. He was the main, he was the co-main event for the last UBL. Um, okay. And he also, he also fought a guy named Southpaw in the first UBL. Um, and I, th- I, th- I think, you know, and uh, he's going to be fighting in December for us as well. So, I mean, he's been to, he and he was signed up for the for the third event but that one obviously mm. fell through um but i he he's he's a pretty good one he hasn't he hasn't had a loss yet um he's really entertaining to watch um check him out if you can i think we we, we have his fights up on the youtube on our youtube channel okay. um and yeah he's he i would say either him or um there's another guy named jaime gallardo uh he's okay. a he's a smaller guy he fights at about one I think 135 and he's mm. he, he's fought in that both events as well and i think he lost the first fight but it was a super 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 um like that was like one of the best fights of the night and then the second and then he fought in the second one and he also had a, a really entertaining fight i would say one of those two guys are, are probably i would say my personal candidates for for fighters of the year and what are uh, these just, what are these just, people just, train you train them at your place no um, what, are the, what are they train they train at different spots like uh yeah. I, jaime he, he trains with um a coach here in San Jose called coach is the, he's a private coach uh, or independent mm. coach. He goes by coach major. Um, mm. And so he trains with him. Uh, Champ is from the, I think Riverside and he trains at some gym down in Riverside. Um, a lot of these guys, they do train in gyms. Some of them train, you know, just in their backyards. Mm-hmm. I think the only guys that I've trained personally, um, also probably another candidate for fighter of the year is probably, um, you know, uh, he was, he was on the show with me last time is, uh, is Danny. You know, Danny yeah. Desperado. I mean, he mm-hmm. he had two really good fights. His first mm-hmm. fight was entertaining. He got a draw, um, and then his second fight, he demolished that dude. He, he put him yeah. he put him out with like, I think he only threw to his body for like two. He threw he, he threw <laughs> oh, body shit. shots for like two rounds straight, and uh-huh. there, I, he, he was he, he was hitting <laughs> to the body. Like I think he threw like ninety percent of the punches to the body, which is weird because I I was the person who actually trained Danny. I'm the one who taught him how to box, and where every time we're sparring here at the house. You know, we're doing stuff. He's yeah. like, he's always hunting for your head. Like he's always trying to take <laughs> off your foot, your head. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's he's got heavy hands, so you know, yeah. and, um, you know. But I'm like, hey man, just just let him swing because I'm not gonna tell him you know hold back because then he's gonna practice how he fights and then he's gonna throw, hold back in the fight. Right. But usually, like you have to watch out for him because he throws heavy shots to the head and he almost throws exclusively to the head. Like I'm like, hey, Danny, <laughs> Danny, like there's a body too, and you realize like the body's almost easier to hit because it doesn't move. Like right. You can't move your body. You can move ahead and dodge a punch, but right. the body's always going to be there. Well, right. Um, Plus so, your arms kind of hang low anyway. You can kind of exactly. Like, yeah, so right, yeah. it was weird. And but then in so in his second fight, um, I think it was John or somebody told him, "Hey man, go to the body." Like they had just like given him like a little cue, like a little reminder, like, "Hey, don't don't forget the body." Uh-huh. And um, he just he 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 took that to heart and he threw like almost every single punch to the body. And he, he, he put the guy into, they ended up having to call the fight because the, I mean, the guy just couldn't take anymore. He was oh, like, he, fucking kind of, kind of crumbled. So he's shitting blood the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about this? How about opening up your small own boxing training gym? I, I, I've, how I've difficult actually, is that? Um, 
depends on where you are. I guess, I mean, here yeah. in California, of course, like to start a business is a little more expensive and mm -hmm. you need a, little, a, a few more things. Um, I'm contemplating moving to uh, Arizona, possibly the mm -hmm. Phoenix area, uh, maybe in, sometime in 2022. Um, so I, I'm thinking, you know, obviously as I am now, I, I mean, I pretty much just train, you know, friends, family, yeah. I, I, my brother and stuff. Um, you know, people, people that, people that know me, um, and I, I haven't really tried to make a, a business. Of it. Yeah. I used to, I used to personal train ba uh, back in the day. And, and we can so, assume you have a normal nine to five currently or. Um, cur currently I, I work from home. Okay. So yeah, I do. Um, I do my own thing from home. I kind of got a, a, a business going for there, like entrepreneur type thing. Got um, it. Got it. So that, that's, that's pretty much what I do. Dope, dope. Um, but as far as that, I mean, I've been kind of, I've been really contemplating that cause I've been getting, you know, it's fun. It's fun to teach people. I like teaching people, uh, um, mm -hmm. especially if they, if they, if they want to learn. And um, it, it's always something that I, I've, I've always enjoyed doing was teaching people, whether it's, you know, fitness or boxing or any aspect of anything. Uh, if I, if I could teach it, I could help out. I, I'm always, I'm always usually willing to, uh, if you're, if you're willing to, you know, give the same energy back to me and you want to learn. Um, your, your energy level is like a thousand. So that's what makes you, <laughs> and you're like such a nice guy too. So that's like super dope about who you are. Yeah. I, so I, yeah, I mean, I, I try, so, you know, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's something I've kind of thought of, but, um, I think for people to, to really take me to mm -hmm. serious, I think I probably have to get back in shape. I think that's something, uh, now that I'm kind of working from home and I got a lot of more free time, um, I've no. kind of, I'm kind of setting my mind on, on getting back. You got like custom motto. You got like, yeah. uh, all these guys on ESPN that are all the commentators, but like, I mean, all the OG champs have these, like the fucking Mr. Yeah. Miyagi's you're like a Mr. Yeah. Miyagi though. And, <laughs> and I mean that, 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 that is a good point. And I, and I agree. I, I don't feel like, you know, the way that you, I mean, I've, I've competed, I've, I've done this stuff, you know, I've, I've been in really good shape before, you know, um, but you know, now I'm just, you know, I'm just a regular dude, you know? I yeah. Know it's like an NFL, right? Look at like Andy Reid and all these other. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah. I think, I think the age that we live in now is so, is a lot more superficial because of social it media. Is, yeah. And so yeah. because of that, you have to, you know, people are looking for the look. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think people take you a lot more serious because. No, you're if, right. Yeah. If, 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 if you looked the part, which is, which is weird and it's stupid because the way that you look and what you have, the knowledge you have in your brain has no correlation at all. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people like you can, I mean, there's tons of guys out there who, if you look, the, if, if you look the yeah. part, if you got, if you got a six pack and you're fucking ripped, every, everybody would be like, Oh, that guy has to know about fitness. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's right, not, right, and that's right. not always true. Yeah. That's Trust me true. though. I mean, as a bouncer for 13 years, I've seen plenty in shape cock diesel people get KO'd. KO, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, that doesn't it doesn't I'm matter. You, yeah. I've seen some like gym rat dudes <laughs> coming in size size medium shirt. <laughs> and uh and I've seen some doughboys just put them to lay sleep. them out or even yeah. or even those like those really like like stringy dudes like they look yeah. like you know the nate diaz type guys they don't yeah, like yeah. they got they're like worms and shit but yeah when they connect on you dude it's all, yeah. it's, it's, it's all about just, you know, it's, 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 it's not really about that. that it's that, like that, a no, no, it's yeah. not. When people want to fight at the bar, right? We put them out front and, and we tell them, Hey, if you really want to fight, now's your chance, but it's a gamble. I don't know this guy. I'd always yeah. tell him to calm him down. You sure you want to fight this guy? It's a gamble. Oh, I can take him. I got him. And they're smaller and shorter. Right. But you don't yeah. know their background. You don't know how squirrely they are, how crazy they are. They are yeah. And I don't, and I'd always tell people, if you want to fight, it's a gamble. Don't think it's a win-win. 
it's a gamble. It, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. Any, any, it's you know, any, any given, any given Sunday. You know, yeah. what I mean? any, anybody could win. Yeah. All it, yeah, all it takes, for sure. especially in fighting, all it takes is one shot. Yeah. No matter, you know, you can fight a guy who's half your size. If he catches, if he catches you at that yeah. right moment, you know, you're gonna go to sleep. That's just how it the, is. The man. worst punch I ever took working at a bar was from a woman. From a oh, girl. Really? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> tell me, t- tell me about yeah. that. What, what happened? Uh, I think I was working at San Jose Bar and Grill probably like ten years ago. Uh-huh. And these girls got in a fight. These little little mamas, you know, from the east side, and uh, we we escorted them out. And I had one by the shoulders. And I put her outside and I looked back at the fight, make sure it was over. And I let her go, which was a bad mistake. And as I let her go, she was so short. <laughs> she had a wedding ring on or something. She just oh. punched, up. <laughs> she punched up at me, hit me right in the lip, cracked oh, me open. Fuck. It was the worst punch I ever took was from this five foot nothing East side mama. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> laughed at me at the end of the night. I still yeah, have the scar right here. <laughs> She yeah, must dude. have had some healthy ass rock on her, man. And okay, you know those, those, those rings are no joke, man. And they she said, didn't have to cock back. It was just it, a straight punch up. To me. <laughs> she right? didn't put no power behind it. She was like a yeah. one inch punch. She just, yeah. yeah, she just did a like. All oh, you get. Yeah. Fucking oh. lit my lip. So you, you can't underestimate anybody. No, not for a second, man. You know, not for a second. So, 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 uh, so yeah, let's go. Okay. So for the event coming up, I said, again, you put out the bat signal. So what fighters are you, what types of fighters are you looking for? You know, any, anybody who wants to compete, we're looking for okay. boxing or MMA. Um, we were thinking about adding kickboxing in, but I think we're oh, going to shit. wait on that. Yeah. Um, and this is when guys are hitting me up saying, Hey man, you should do like, uh, like high school type wrestling and like grap, like jujitsu grappling. I mean, that sounds, yeah. yeah, that sounds cool, but that's like, that's like super, super niche, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like oh yeah, like you're you're you know it's it's gonna be super super hard. It's already hard enough to find opponents yeah. some sometimes for guys and just boxing and MMA alone. Yeah, get some gals, get some girls. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's what I think on this card we're gonna have two girl fights. Two. Oh no, and they're they're both gonna be at one forty five. So oh so, nice. So look, look out look out for those. So those those, those should be pretty good. Uh, we have two girl fights scheduled at at the moment, both at both at one forty five. And I think the 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 second UBL event we had. We had two girl fights as well. Yeah. Um. So that that was that was pretty cool. Well, the girl, the, I mean, the crowd for some reason loves. They like, love they get, girl fights. They oh love yeah. Girl fights, dude. Um. The, the that third event that that got scrapped, unfortunately, that uh-huh. that card was supposed to have three girl fights, and two of them yeah. were going to be MMA fights. Oh um, shit. So, yeah. So I was I was really looking forward to that. So I was. Have you I heard was, of uh? Have you heard of beautiful brawlers? No. No. Like I, know, I know the laundry uh laundry fighting championships <laughs> where's this no, at i gotta find have, this these are girls that really brought brawl and they're you know trying to get somewhere and become where they where are they based yeah. out of yeah where, where are they, they based, based out of uh i'll send you the link i, I don't okay. know too much about them but i i know they're serious contenders uh this one girl what uh let's see her name is um blanca guterres mm-hmm. blanca guterres i'll send you the link beautiful brawlers Beautiful brawlers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Send me the link for that because yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll hit them up. I'm per, I get I get pretty surprised because I see, you know, sometimes you know I'll follow fighters who are fighting in legit, you know, you know, small time promotions, but they're you know way more legit than our league, um, as far as like you know the, they got their permits and shit, and you know, yeah, uh, yeah. and I'll follow. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll follow these small time promotion companies and follow the, the fighters that fight in these small time promotion companies, and I'll give them a follow. And like within ten minutes, I'll have one of them in my DMs, like, hey, uh, 
when's your guys' next event? Can I fight on you? Can I fight? Can I? Yeah, can I, there I, you I go. You guys? I'm like, damn, dude. Like, so yeah, you never know. Cause I, when I first started doing it, I was shying away from from adding like you know people who had already fought in legit promotion companies as friends. But then I just started doing it out of nowhere, and uh-huh. you'd be I, you'd be surprised how I mean these people like they just want to fight. They don't care right, who yeah. they fight for or where they fight. They're just looking to be it gets as, their name out too. Yeah, as well, they're, they're 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 looking to be you know as just active as possible. They're just trying to get a fight in. Like I fought on November thirteenth, but I'll fight for you on December fourth. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so, I'm like damn. Yeah. So. It adds to their resume too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just they're just trying to get in there. You know, more the more yeah. times you get in the ring and the more times you know you go through the process, it's you start to um. You know, you not you kind of get a little you're always no matter what but before a fight especially fighting in front of a crowd you're always going to get you know the, those butterflies you're always going to yeah, get a, yeah. you know you're, you're going to be scared you're going to be scared because you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what what this guy could do no matter how well trained you are mm-hmm. you always have a little bit of fear but that of course you have to it's how you use the fear you know uh but after you do it if, enough times you don't necessarily become numb to it, but you start to be able to react to it better. Mm, yeah. So I, that's what, that's what, that's what, at that point in their, in their career, like a lot of these people who are fighting for small time promotion companies, they're just trying to fight wherever they'll fight in somebody's backyard. They'll fight in, you know, mm-hmm. the alley, they'll fight in front of a big crowd. They'll fight in front of a crowd. Of yeah. Well, they think of care. all these UFC people. They started in backyards. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, a lot of them did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys like, um, what's his name? Jorge Mazdaval, dude, he was fighting yeah, fucking yeah. Kimbo back in the day, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, so yeah, man. Some it, 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 either you can fight or you can't. Usually, you know, it, it's just the thing. Either you you do it enough times and you learn how to fight, or you just yeah, it's not it's not your thing and you just don't fight. You know, so it's just how much effort you're willing to put into. It. But that's that's with everything, you know. Yeah, uh, you could you could do anything you want as long as you're willing to put the effort. And you know, for a lot of things, some a lot of people aren't willing to put the effort, and especially something for like fighting. Like mm-hmm. the thing is, too, you could put in hours and hours. You could be like at the top of top of the top and like you said earlier you know it doesn't matter you can't underestimate anybody yeah if you get hit with that one shot that's it that, that that's that's the crazy part and that's it, it kind of sucks but also makes it more enticing in a way the the, yeah. the like oh man you never know what's going to happen and that's why people watch combat sports i think is because you never know what's going to happen like tomorrow mm-hmm. um you know the canelo uh, Caleb yeah. Plant, you know what i mean like a lot of people are writing that dude Caleb Plant off i mean he's 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 got some skills i mean do I think he's going to win legitimately? Probably not. Um, but could he, you know, does he, does, does he have a, the right amount of, does he have the, the right mixture of things to where he could pull off an upset? Yeah, he could. I think, I think he really could. I wouldn't be surprised if he did, you know, so. Or just so like, speaking I, of I, the fights, what do you think about like the Paul brothers and the whole marketing and people they fight and who they're going to fight next? Uh, I mean, I don't really, ha- I, I, I know, I know a lot of people who hate those guys. I don't really, I think it's good. I think they're bringing eyes to mm. combat sports that necessarily wouldn't be there. You know, it's kind of, um, kind of, you know, what we're hoping to do. That's why, that's why we, 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 that's why when I thought of the UBL, I wanted to do things like add in an entertainment aspect, like, uh, with the music and stuff. Cause yeah. sometimes the people who are listening to, to, to these bands or listening to these artists, they, 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 yeah. they, they might, they might show up for them, but they yeah. might not necessarily want to, you know they might necessarily be interested in in the in watching fights, but once they're there and now they kind of see it, now that's bringing new eyes, that's bringing new blood um, to the sport. And I I think um, combat sports, specifically boxing, mm-hmm. used to be a really really huge thing. Um, 
you know, even as little yeah, as, in the eighties you know, and nineties, nineties sure. and 60s, 70s, you yeah. know, I mean, I know even like, um, you know, I've talked to, you know, my grandpa and grandma and, uh, you know, they, they grew up in the thirties and forties and shit. And, you know, they tell me about, uh, listening to Joe Lewis on the radio and shit, like oh, you know, yeah, yeah. gathering, gathering around, you know, the radio and listening to boxers, like, you know, Joe Lewis and, uh, you know, Sonny yeah. Liston and Marciano and those type yeah. of dudes, Dempsey and, like you know to gather your family around a radio yeah. to just not, you're not even watching the fight you're listening yeah, yeah. to like somebody right. describe the fight to you you know so, i think yeah you, i remember uh marcos we with the fraternity house we used to even bootleg some pay-per-view fighting you know yeah, yeah. Dude, i mean it's, it's fraternity house that was huge it's 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 it, it fight combat sports in general used to be a bigger thing i think mma i think ufc and ufc has helped it a lot yeah um but and i mean i think right now boxing has gotten a little bit of a resurgence uh but you know, I, th I think what the Paul brothers are doing is they're bringing eyes and, and fans and people to combat sports who necessarily wouldn't yeah. be there. I don't think there's anything wrong with what they're doing. Um, it's well, just supposedly like, yeah, he's going to fight a real fighter. Yeah, he's going to fight. Right? He's going to fight Tommy Fury. He's going to fight Tommy Tyson Fury. Yeah. Tyson Fury's little brother. Yep. Um, so and, you know, uh, I think that's a good that's a good matchup for him. Uh, Tyson, T Tommy Fury doesn't have a, a huge um, record amateur yeah. background. Yeah. I think he had, I think he has, I think in the amateurs, he had like, I want to say like nine, nine amateur fights. He didn't fight very many amateur fights. He went straight yeah. to the, he went straight to the pros, but I mean, both of the brothers did. They were, both so, the three brothers did. Yeah. He was on, um, so which, which Paul brother is that one? Jake. Jake or, is going to fight. Jake yeah. is fighting Tommy. And so, then uh, Logan yeah. is fighting, fighting Mike Tyson. So. Oh, is he really? Is that the, <laughs> yeah, he's is that going to happen? Yeah. I don't know. So Jake, really well, wait, hold on. Sorry, real quick. So Jake was on the uh, the full send podcast with um, that the whole what what are those guys called? I forget their oh, name. Oh yeah, the dad. No, I think that's, I, th I think, I think yeah. full send is Lo is Logan Paul. I think that's the older brother. No, no, uh, no it was sure. it was the younger one, but it was uh, like he so he was on the podcast. And he was talking about why he how he's choosing them. So he says like basically the ones with the bigger social media presence. That's and he smart. was talking about the whole Tyson, smart, yeah he was talking about the whole tyson willie like rematch he's like probably not I'm, I'm looking for you know these numbers to occur otherwise it's not worth my time at all so to to, to the point of just like if nothing else for boxing i feel like it's just teaching all these boxers like this is what you have to do to fucking make the sport that you're in and mma too this yeah. is what you have to do to make it this big Whereas, like, I don't know if we're ever getting, and not to cut off the other story with Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson and, and, and Logan Paul, but, but like with Tyson Fury, like, in order to be this, like, fucking, like, so the question, I guess, is half the question is, is Tyson Fury the best boxer of all time? Or is it, this is how you have to be at the top of your game? You have to go to fucking war with somebody for fucking three times at the fucking toughest class ever <laughs> yeah, and yeah. fucking come out of this alive and just to fucking match what these kids are doing from social media. Well, and this is it's beneficial like insane. Tommy Fury too, because there's a lot of younger generation don't even know the, who the hell he is. No, I don't yeah, know. Damn near yeah, Jake I know. Paul, you know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, the, the, you're, you're right. I, a lot, a lot of what they're doing instead of a lot of these i think instead of a lot of fighters or a lot of people in combat sports in general hating on them you should kind of look to them as a, yeah. a blueprint a, kind of a blueprint because right. you think about it i mean how many times um you know if you follow the ufc like closely how many times has there been fighters in the ufc who've been on like nine nine fight winning streaks right you know, 12 fight winning streaks but they're mm. boring they're boring as shit you know what i mean yeah. like they're just those guys that kind of you know 
uh, to, yeah. I mean, to, 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 to the masses, to the mainstream media, to the, to the casuals that are watching, you know, these guys, they're like, they're like wrestler dudes who lay on top of you for three rounds yeah. and then they, they end up getting the W and those guys get overlooked. You know, they're like, well, I've won 12 fights in a row. I have the most wins in, in lightweight division. You know, uh, I've, I've put together 12 fights. And I'm still not getting a title shot. You're not getting a title shot because you can't put asses in the seats. Right. And that's right. at the end of the day, yeah. boxing and MMA are a business. It, yeah. And they're, they're putting asses in the seats. So yeah. instead of hating on these guys, like look to them as somewhat of a blueprint of, of you know, what you should be doing if you want to get paid. Because a right. lot of the fighters, they, 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 they complain about, oh, I don't get paid enough. This, right. this, Dana White is like fucking holding us back. And I'm sure Dana could pay them more. Right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, you know, I'm not saying Dana White pays them really well because he really right. doesn't. But you're also not helping your own cause by right. not being more marketable or mm. create creating some type of persona yeah. like that they're, they're they're taking um I, somewhat of what floyd mayweather did because floyd mayweather in early in his career he was pretty boy floyd that's how he was known that was his moniker right. and he was you know he was a good boxer uh you know who went to the olympics and you know i think he won like silver and um you know he, he and he was like he was kind of getting stagnant in his career it's 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 at the point where he became the villain and turned into money mayweather Right, right, right. Then people started watching him, yeah. not not only because they liked him because he was good, but because they want to see him knocked out. Like right, they yeah. want to see him it's get market. beat. Yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the same thing with the Paul brothers. It's kind of what they're yeah. doing. They're, uh, you know, you watch them, or a lot, a lot of people watch them, not because they like them, but because they're like, man, I can't wait till these guys get theirs. I can't right, wait till right, they fight right. a real fighter. <laughs> I can't so, wait till they. Yeah. I want to. I want to see these fucking YouTube pussies get fucked up. Yeah. You know, like. So that's, that's what it is. And whether you're watching them to, to whether you don't like them and you want to see them get knocked out or you do like them and you're rooting for them, you're going to watch, you're going to, you're yeah, going to, you're yeah. going you're gonna, to, you're going you're to probably pay the 50 bucks or you're going to buy the hundred dollar ticket to go watch them in Las Vegas or whatever, you know? So yeah. it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's a business and they're, they're, they're using, they, they're using, they, before they even started doing this, they had, they had huge social media presence. And, you know, like I said, it's yeah. because it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's bringing fans that the people who probably were following them before they started boxing, they probably never watched boxing, but now they are watching boxing. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, he, they're helping the guys, even the guys that are fighting like Tyron Woodley, like Tyron Woodley, who knows, how, he probably doesn't have a huge social media presence. He can, if he fought yeah. anybody else, if he fought anybody yeah. else in a boxing match, no right. one would want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And he's well, not then, a good know? speaker either. So it's. I think that's what it is. The Paul brothers are great speakers. They're eloquent. Yeah. They know they know they know how to evoke emotion, you know. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, they're that's assholes. Kind of yeah. yeah, they're just fucking yeah. around the whole time. Yeah, exactly. But that's why and that's yeah. what I'm oh, sorry, I was gonna say that's why like Nate Diaz, they keep bringing him back for like it, UFC stuff. It's like because he, yeah. he yeah. has he's that fucking funny. personality. You want exactly him, yeah. you he's part of your he, event. He's he's just like he's like, you know, him and his brother, they have that it's it's their persona. You yeah. know, they're it's it's kind of like WWE in a way. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people who don't like that, but I think it's great. And I think any way that you can, you know, advance your career, you know, do it. If you have to, if you're, you know, if you have to be that, it, you, some of the, I mean, they might not even be assholes in real life. They might be super yeah. cool ass dudes. Yeah. But yeah. if that's what they have to sell them at themselves as to sell the tickets, and that's just what they got to do, you know? Yeah. So, so that's, that's the world we're in. That's the TikTok yeah, world yeah. we're in. It is, man. You got to sell great. yourself. It's... You got to be marketable. Mm -hmm. You got to be funny. You got to be weird. I mean, right? That's that's. You got to be something. Yeah. 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 It's 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 crazy when I think about it too. Because, yeah, man, the social media changed 
everything, dude. Everything. Yeah. Just just in like the last 10 years, I mean, social media has really, really blown up. I mean, social media has probably been around closer to 20 years, but it just in the last, like I say, five to 10 years. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's just like this. It's the it's it's everything. Well, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's, that's it's, how you it's, get. Popular. It's like a, it's a it's like a it's a currency. Yeah, way, yeah, you know, it's it's your it's your it's your currency. It's we it's it's crazy. I don't I don't necessarily like it. Like, I mean, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, I believe that you know. I believe in like I think there should be a dislike button. Yeah, you know what I mean. There is like, a I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm that guy. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah. I think it's, but you know, thumbs down, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate that on Instagram. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm sometimes I'm scrolling through stuff and it's like, man, I have the option just to like it or ignore it. You yeah, know, I don't have an option to be like, no, this this is not good. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, well, shout out, shout out to Danny Desperado because I think that's how the 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 fight's gonna end for uh, Tyson and Logan Paul. It's gonna be like a lot of heavy body shots, and we're gonna see who who comes out ahead after that fight. It's gonna be yeah. interesting. Yeah, man. That's so, that, yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah. So let's uh let's wrap it up and um thank you again, uh Chuck, for bringing the heat. You're fucking yeah. the ultimate guest for us. Um, so let's uh let's shout out everything that's coming up for you guys. So you got this super secret event. Yeah. Uh, you're looking for fighters. Where should people hit you up if they're interested in fighting? Uh, if, uh, if, if, if you want to hit me up, if you if you're interested in fighting, uh, hit me up on the UBL page uh, at UBL underscore 21. Um, you know, hit, hit me up there and just, you know, let me know you're interested. Just give me your stats, you know, basics, height, weight, age, um, experience level, things like that, whether you want to compete boxing or MMA. Um, and we'll try, I'll try my best to, you know, get you, get you in there into the, you know, into the event on December 4th in, uh, in the SoCal area. Also too. Yeah. It's going to be in the SoCal area. So I, I, I've had a lot of guys hit me up, you know, from, yeah. you know, uh, Northern California and I'm, I let them know, Hey man, it's, it is in SoCal. Um, so if you're willing to make the drive, then yeah. Um, wait, big question, up. big question. Do you have to be vaccinated? Uh, <laughs> That's no, a good one. No, 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 no vaccinations. I mean, everybody will be wearing their masks and stuff. You know, he's, he, the guy that I'm working with on his property, uh, he said, you know, there's not gonna, we're not gonna check vax. I mean, it's it's a it's underground. It's underground. So. It's underground. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna be like, oh, show me your vax card, you know. Um, but you, you gotta know, wear a rubber. Just... You have to wear a rubber. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he's he's gonna do. You know, it's on his property. Um, and you know, he's gonna have everybody. His property, his rules. Yeah, his there we rules, go. There exactly we go. So. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, he, he he's a uh, you know, it's not gonna be anything crazy like that. You don't have to be vaxed. Uh, just bring a mask. That's about it. And then um. Yeah, just be just you know train and be ready to fight. It, it's kind of short notice. Um, what's today? Today's what the fifth. So uh, we, got, we were about a month out yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, if you're if you're willing to fight in a month from now, you know here you up, go. Like I said, at UBL twenty one uh, underscore twenty one, um, you can hit me up at uh, at Coach Hitman um, at Coach Hitman ninety. That's my that's my personal. If you want to you know talk directly to me, and then uh, you know check out the. Um, the, our youtube page um ubl it's u period b period l and then uh, <laughs> all ca all caps and nice. uh, yeah man so just uh, what, what do you have YouTube. what do you have up on the site uh right now for the youtube stuff um i have well on right as of right now we have a bunch we have a bunch of just random fights from the okay. second event um we have i believe my fight that i just had uh with a punk rock fight club and then uh, we have the live streams 
Oh, non no. the nonstop live streams <laughs> of, of, of the first show. And I think it's broken into three parts. Okay. Um, but it's continuous and it's exactly what you were talking about. I mean, yeah. it's, there is, there is, you will see the fights in there, but you're also going to see a lot of filler stuff where he's That's fun. walking That's around fun, and, you know, talking to everybody <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, Zooming that was cool. Some, some chicks, hopefully. Yeah. yeah there's some chicks there. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a good time. Yeah. So sweet check, check, check it check it out on there um we're, we're you know we're gonna do the show on Dece in december and add some more stuff on to there and uh you know just go from there and just keep on you know just keep on keeping on and just trying to, yeah. trying to keep trying to keep this well thing if you going. ever need an mc for a san jose event hit me up i'll mc oh. an event hell yeah man I, we, we, yeah. yeah we'd love that hell yeah i'll mispronounce right. some names and get people mad <laughs> purpose. <laughs> purpose purpose yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. evoke emotion yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Chuck Howard, a.k.a. Coach Hitchman, a.k.a. Uh, the, the San Jose uh, Vince McMahon. He's getting <laughs> in the ring. He's got a storyline going. So anyway, <laughs> thank you. And uh, thank you, UBL. Um, once again, just an amazing uh, podcast, and I really appreciate your time. Yeah, um, thank, you, th thank you guys, you know, for having me. It's, it's, always, it's always a good time. So and anytime, man. Thank you, guys. Cool. All right, Dream Tokens number, which which number is it, Rob? Uh, 29. 29. All right. Yeah, keep All right, keep it going. Easily I approach the fifth of him because there ain't no joke.